Hey y'all, this is Allison. Before we start, a reminder to sign up for the free spring cleaning course. If it's not spring, you can call it the decluttering challenge. It is a five-day challenge to declutter your home, mind, body, and soul, and it's freaking awesome. Go to aligndesigns.co, click on online courses, and it'll be the first one listed as you scroll down. This is Align Designs, the show about creating a life of ease and flow and encouraging women to be 100% authentically themselves by following their inner authority and practicing transparency and vulnerability. This is the place where you can collect all the tools to help you construct your best life through the lens of human design. Here's your host, Allison Cullen. Welcome, everybody. Welcome back to the Aligned Designs podcast. This is your host, Allison Cullen, and I am so excited today. I am um, having one of my friends um, on this podcast. Her name is Julie Staub, and we actually met through, we both create online courses. And so we met through a course on how to create online courses and she's in my accountability group. So Julie, welcome. I'm excited. Yay. I'm so excited to be here. This is my very first time being a guest on a podcast. So this is exciting. Okay. Before we start, just so you know, we're going to talk a little bit about this, but Julie's a, um, manifester. Well, you're an MD manifesting or just straight up manifester. I'm a manifesting generator, but more manifester. Yes, correct. Cool. So this is very magnetic for you to be speaking on a podcast. So I'm, I'm super excited. So Julie is basically, she is the one who taught me what an HSP is. So if you guys don't know what an HSP is, you're going to learn all the things today. And, um, she basically is creating courses for HSPs, which are highly sensitive persons and highly sensitive people, highly sensitive people. I didn't know it says highly sensitive person. So then I was like, do I change it to the plural or do I keep it? You know, when it's like that, I don't know. Oh, like English grammatical stuff. I don't know if it's persons or people. No, I actually see that I typed it incorrectly. It is highly sensitive people, but Elaine Aaron, she uses HS person.com. So I think that's where there can be that toggling between the two. Got it. Okay. So it's like a normal, um, plural, highly sensitive people, or be an individual, highly sensitive person. Yes. So I'm super excited. First of all, in, make sure you go check out the show notes on here because you're going to get a link to go be able to tell if you're a highly sensitive person, which I just took today. Um, and I think Julie, we can talk about it more, but I'm sort of on the cusp, which I figured that I might be anyways. Um, okay. So Julie, tell us what is an HSP, all of this kind of stuff. And then we can go from there. Sure. So HSP stands for highly sensitive person. Um, most people refer to it as HSP, but if you're not familiar with that acronym, that's what it stands for. The scientific name for it is called sensory processing sensitivity. Um, and basically this trait is fairly new, um, because it was only in 
the early 90s that Elaine Aaron started pioneering the scientific research behind this trait. Mm, okay. And her book, The Highly Sensitive Person, came out in 1996. So really, we're talking about 25 years mm -hmm. of kind of being thrust out into the public. Um, and it was around before that, but it was under different scientific names that really didn't paint the trait in a very positive way. Um, but it's 20% of the population, according to Elaine Aaron, it's found equally in both male and females and over a hundred different animal species. Wow. So it is, it is a innate biological trait. And if it didn't have a purpose or a reason to exist in the human species, we would have evolved out of it. Mm -hmm. So there is true science on how the brain and the nervous system are different in highly sensitive people and um, why that might be important. Yeah, and I was also thinking, you know, just as far as like evolution goes, maybe we evolved to into it a little bit more because there are gifts surrounding it, even though that there's probably hardships too. But I just feel like that it could almost be like a, we moved into maybe at one point there weren't any and the, and we as a human race evolved into having that because for yeah. purposes, right? Well, I think that's an interesting way to think about it. I never thought about it that way but I definitely see the need. And, um, you know, if you want to think about it this way, if you're a wolf and you're in a pack of wolves, um, HSPs are the first one to notice the subtle differences in their environment. So if there was um, a big bad animal coming after you, the wolf that's more HSP would be the first to alert the group. So it's kind of that alarmist, if you want to put that spin on it, but there's a lot more that goes into it as well. Okay. And then if somebody wants to know, I know I went to your Instagram and went to the link in your bio, and that's where the link is to go do the test to see if you're an HSP, correct? Yes. Okay. Just follow, <clears throat> excuse me, follow the link tree. Um, I have several links once you click on that. So you want to click on the one that says, uh, I think it says Elaine Aaron HSP self-test. Okay, perfect. And before I, we started recording, we were chatting for a little bit and I actually went to go, went to grad school to become a counselor or therapist. And we didn't talk about this at all. Like I hadn't learned anything about this. So what's the deal with that? Why? Well, I think that's why I said, you know, really, this has only been in the public eye for the last 25 years. And um, a lot of therapists, counselors, they are not aware of this trait because it is so brand new. It's not, yeah. it's not in the classic study books. You know, it's something that popped up, you know, fairly new in those kind of worlds. Um, 25 years is not a very long time. So yeah. And I went to, I was in grad school almost 10 years ago now. So maybe now, yeah. maybe now they talk about it uh, a little bit more, which they really, really need to, because it's, I mean, we talked about like psychosis kind of, you know, like 
stuff that's in the DSM that, that are like really big deal things. And you probably might not ever even come across a, a patient or a client like that. And in this situation, so many people are HSPs. So it's, it really needs to be taught to therapists and counselors and psychologists, I think. And I agree with that. And I think, unfortunately, um, because HSPs are so self-aware and have a very um, intense inner world, those are the people who are seeking out treatment. Usually they think they're the ones like asking themselves, what's wrong with me? Why can't I cope? Why, why am I over, over, always overwhelmed? Um, I don't feel like I fit or belong in society. And then they're seeking counselors who aren't familiar with the trait. And so it just kind of even give it's that double whammy of like not belonging, not feeling, you know, we're a part of society or culture because it is very anti-sensitivity. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I think um, it's really important for therapists and counselors to start learning about this trait. Yeah. Um, okay. So I think I skipped over. You were going to share the acronym. Yes. Breaking it down. <clears throat> so Elaine Aaron kind of uh, uses this acronym. She calls it does or does. She's used, she's used both pronunciations and it's uh, basically D-O-E-S. And she uses it to help people understand what the trait is about. So D stands for depth of processing. So HSPs process deeply. We process emotion. We process everything around in our environment. Um, our fundamental characteristic is that we observe and reflect before we act. Mm -hmm. So we process everything more, whether we are conscious of it or not. Um, o is for overstimulated. So you can imagine if you were super conscious and aware of everything around you, you would eventually tire a lot sooner than say someone who's not a highly sensitive person. Mm -hmm. So feeling overstimulated, overwhelmed by your environment, um, and that could be sound, smell, um, different visuals that might be graphic or violent in nature, um, but also beauty can be something that not overstimulated, but beauty is something we also react to. It's not just the negative. Um, e, emotional reactions and empathy. So HSPs are going to react emotionally to things stronger than non-HSPs. So uh, this leads to more empathy because when we see other people suffering, we react to that. that. Other people may see suffering and not have such a strong reaction, but HSPs are dialed into that. So um, also with the empathy part of it, um, our brain, has more activation in the insula, which is connected to our empathy. So we're actually wired to be more empathetic. Um, I guess she says, giving emphasis to our emotional reactions and having strong empathy, which are among other things, helps us notice and learn. 
That's why HSPs are such great learners because we learn from our experiences. If we have an emotional reaction that is negative, you betcha we're gonna not wanna have that again. So we go about our life learning from those experiences to prevent those uncomfortable feelings. Yeah. And then S is sensitive to subtleties around us. If you are in the room with an HSP, they might be the one that's looking around wondering what that repetitive sound is and being irritated by it. Um, they're gonna notice the spe spelling errors in your paper. They're gonna notice um, maybe a different taste if someone gives them a different coffee flavor. They're gonna notice things really quickly and it can be a visual thing, it can be a sound thing, it can be a taste, it, it's any way that we absorb through our sensory system. So that is the D-O-E-S acronym that Elaine Aaron uses to describe the trait. Okay, awesome. And then people can go to your Instagram bio, the link there, the link tree bio to take the actual, the actual HSP test too, to see about yes. themselves. Correct. So Awesome. Okay. So tell, I mean, I know you well, but tell us a little bit more about you. So our listeners can learn about you and your background and how you got into it and doing this. Yeah. I mean, so my background is colorful. I think being a sensitive person and not really knowing it until 2018 at the age of 43. Um, I feel like the majority of my young adult life um, before hitting 40, I was all over the place because I was always trying to find my way. Um, I lived in New York City and attended a meditation that led me to a Google search. And I came across a school called the Institute for Integrative Nutrition. Mm -hmm. And soon I was in a room full of people at an orientation and I immediately signed up for the program. And I was certified as a holistic health coach in 2006. Wow. And this is in New York City and no one knew what the heck a health coach was. Yeah. Um, this was a really long time ago. And so I returned back to Iowa City in 2008 and decided to pursue my photography, my professional photography career. And actually that's how I got started teaching. I started teaching at the uh, rec center level and then it was the community college level. <clears throat> it was the adults that wanted to learn their cameras. And um, beyond that, I started coaching students who were interested in having their first art show or wanted feedback on how to set up an Etsy shop. So kind of started coaching more artists than working on my health coaching business. Mm -hmm. And then after five years of that, not really making my way through that process and feeling burnt out about always having to buy new technology and software and gear and just how expensive it was to maintain that. Yeah. Um, I shifted gears into many other endeavors, but in 2000, 16, I ended up uh, finding functional medicine and uh, thought I had food sensitivities and went down that path of healing, um, lost a lot of weight and decided to get back into my coaching. So 
uh, I decided to work with a client pro bono and just go through the motions of my six month program. And as I was working with her, she brought up uh, a movie that her husband had suggested to her and said, I think you need to see this movie. And the movie was called Sensitive and it was hosted at the time on Gaia. So I had to make a subscription, go in and watch that movie. And it was life changing. I watched that movie, cried through that movie. And I just wanted to tell everyone around me what HSP was and that I had finally figured myself out and that there was nothing wrong with me. I mean, all my life, I felt, what is wrong with me? Why can't I belong? Why can't I do it like everyone? Why am I slow? How come I'm all over the place? Um, And it's just, you know, having poor boundaries, Mm -hmm. not having the Mm -hmm. self-respect that I would have if I had known about this trait sooner. So once I started learning about the trait, it was a deep dive. I pivoted my entire coaching business to go towards supporting and serving highly sensitive people. And that's where we're at here in 2021. Awesome. Okay. The sensitive movie, is it now on like Netflix or Hulu or anything like that? I don't think it's on any of those mainstream. However, I think someone might've mentioned it was on prime, Amazon prime. Yeah. That's like, that's a pretty mainstream one. Okay. Yeah. 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 Just in case people want to go like sort of learn about it that way and then come to you for resources. That's some, yes, I highly recommend the movie. Um, it's a bit hokey, but I think you should just listen to the message. Yeah. Elaine Aaron also came out with Sensitive in Love, which is a follow up okay. um, to the movie Sensitive. And that is, it goes more into relationships, romantic relationships, and how they differ as a highly sensitive person. It's so weird because talking to you, I'm just sitting here. I know I'm on the cusp sort of, but I'm just sitting here thinking about people in my life, like family and friends and stuff. And I have one friend, she's like one of my best friends and she always just calls herself extra tender. And I'm like, (laughs) oh, you're an HSP. Okay. Totally. Um, Okay. So, and if there's anything that I like skip over that you want to talk about, just say rewind and we can go, we can go back. No problem. Thank you. Um, I know. Okay. So you're a manifesting generator with a little bit more manifesting tendencies because of the lines from your sacral to your throat chakra. Um, So tell us a little bit about your human design, learning about it and how it has helped you, especially being in each HSP and in your coaching practice. Yeah. So that's the crazy part of this that I'm really excited to share with you. Um, and I have been sharing with you. Um, I learned about human design in late 2019. And it was interesting because as a highly sensitive person, when you are curious about something, it's really easy to do a deep dive. You just want to learn everything you can. You absorb so much information Um, I always kind of think of HSPs as a walking encyclopedia um, because of our ability to absorb information and retain information. That's that learning part that comes in handy. So I just really wasn't finding a lot of information about human design. And it was interesting because I've always been into, you know, self-awareness and learning about yourself and Myers-Briggs and astrology and all these things that kind of give you clues to who you are. Um, But I didn't find that with human design. And I remember when we first met and connected, I couldn't believe that 
you were this expert in human design and you were talking about it and you were fluid about it. That was so exciting. So I knew I had to have my chart read and you were the one that gave me this insight because even though I had clicked on the chart and created the chart, Mm -hmm. I had no idea how to read it. I had no idea what the words meant or what that looked like in my real everyday life. Like, what does that mean? What, what are the strategy or what is this, all these terms that I was unfamiliar with until you gave me that insight and that information. And as I was trying to put myself out there as a HSP lifestyle coach, and I was pivoting and I was rebranding, I was really struggling with finding my voice and having the ability to put content out there that was important to me and to get people to tune in. I just, I felt really stuck. Like I knew I had a lot to share. I knew I had a lot of information. I just didn't know how to get it out in the world. And it was you who mentioned, you need to stop writing content and you need to use your voice. You need to speak your truth and you need to not care what anyone thinks. And that, my friend, that permission changed everything like in a week. It's so crazy. So that's like whenever, okay, just little, I guess, whatever. If you guys don't know what Clubhouse is, if you're, if you love podcasts, you will love Clubhouse because you can like Clubhouse on steroids is how I think of it. Yes. And it's so crazy podcasts on steroids, podcasts on steroids. And it's so crazy because it was right after I did your reading that, that, that clubhouse even freaking opened up. Well, I think I opened up to clubhouse. Yes. Yes. It was, it was weird because I had, you know, put this awkward video of me talking to the camera, which I hate. It wasn't awkward. It was amazing. It was huge, amazing energy. So I know we all don't like looking at ourselves and listening to ourselves, but to another person, it was very magnetic. FYI. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you. I, I think I feel uncomfortable um, just speaking straight to people. I feel way more comfortable in conversation um, because I think there's something in my chart that says I need to wait to respond. Is that right or no? Maybe not manifesting generators, generators and manifesting generators. You do wait to respond. Yes. Okay. Like a conversation is way, uh, comes more naturally to you. Yeah. And yeah, I think that's what it was. It felt natural and, you know, it's really important for me to feel authentic and to just be real. Mm -hmm. And so, um, after my reading, I, took your advice. I put myself out there. I then joined a clubhouse event that was hosted by another friend and I kind of got the ins and out of it and immediately felt inspired after listening to one of the co-creators talk about the intention behind clubhouse and what it was, what he created it to be used for. And once I understood more about it, it just Like there was a light inside of me that just lit up. I'm like, this is the way, this is the way I talk to people. Um, And I started hosting events in Clubhouse all about uniting HSP voices. So I've hosted three talks so far and through those conversations, I walk out with so much energy. My cup is full. I feel so connected to people who are like me and can relate to 
what it like it what it feels like being an HSP and that manifesting part of my chart I have been attracting nothing but high vibe HSPs it's so amazing that's so cool. Um, so if you guys are not yet on clubhouse, definitely go check it out. I think you have, it's in beta mode. So there's some different things, but, um, you can reach out to me or Julie, if you have, Julie knows way more about it actually. So (laughs) The unfortunate part is you have to have an iPhone at this stage of the platform because they are trying to keep, um, they're trying to keep a high quality user experience. So they're just letting people in slowly and they haven't created it for Android yet. So you do need to have an iPhone. So yeah, go join. If you haven't, if you are, if you are a manifester or manifesting generator, you sort of really need to go join because it's a great platform for you just to increase your magnetism. Um, But even whatever type you are, it's great. If you love podcasts, it's so much, I don't know, compared to like Facebook or Instagram or anything else, it's so much more real. There's no like commenting. There's no people posting pictures. There's no, like, I don't know. It's really, it's really, it's the most authentic social media platform I've seen yet. So I, I feel like it's cool. This is not meant to be just a plug for clubhouse, but it's been very powerful for Julie. I know. So I just wanted to let you know, definitely go go follow her on clubhouse. But if you're not yet on clubhouse, you can follow her on Instagram. Just, just putting that out there. Um, So far. Oh, I lost you for a little bit, Allison. Can you hear me now? Yes. Okay. I don't know if we, so basically what I was just saying is that, um, I'm moving from clubhouse back to you, (laughs) back to talking about you. Um, I want you to talk about your freebie that people can get, um, from, I think that they can go to, through that link tree on your Instagram. Yes, you can, you can get it, um, through the link tree on my Instagram bio. Um, and it'll say, grab your 2021 calendar checklist freebie. And um, basically, as I was trying to plot and plan out my 2021, I kind of came up with some key events and things that were important to look at. um, As far as having boundaries around your energy and thinking about what's happening in the world around us Mm -hmm. and how that might impact you as a sensitive person. So I created the checklist so that you would be thinking about things as you plan your own personal events, whether that's work or vacations or um, different events that you want to have in your life so that you could optimize, um, your time and energy and not feel depleted by those kind of events that you schedule in your life. Um, yeah. So I would honestly say, sorry to interrupt you. I would say even if people aren't HSPs, they need to still go get this freebie and print it out because it's so useful. It has like everything on it, like everything with the lunar cycles, different things, you know, reminding you about if you're a woman and you're menstruating, your menstrual cycle, stuff like that, vacations, time changes, all the things, it's amazing. So 
it's a hundred percent needed for HSPs, but I think it's useful for anybody. FYI. Yes. Thank you. I think it is useful and it just depends on, you know, where you're at and what you, how you think about things um, that could be impacting your time and energy. But I, I think one of the things on the list there, menstrual cycle, obviously that's not going to apply to everyone. We're all at different stages of our cycle as well. Um, but as a highly sensitive person, you know, we need to look at events. We need to look at the way the moon impacts us, the way Mercury retrograde impacts us and how time changes. I mean, everyone hates time changes, but how as a sensitive person that can impact you even further. So what I love about the checklist is you have the checklist and I also created a calendar for all of 2021 on one page with those checklist items noted on that. So then you can use that calendar to kind of look at the whole year with the bird's eye view. And then if you're plotting a vacation, you know, is that vacation going to happen during your menstrual cycle? Is it going to be around a holiday that might be extra busy? And that means the airports or traveling might be a little more intense. Mm -hmm. Um, And then also when you're scheduling work, I wouldn't recommend scheduling a big conference or, you know, a big work thing right after the day after you got back from vacation. So it's really there to help you buffer uh, your time so that you can just, you know, take care of yourself. Yeah. Like this, I'm looking at it right now. I have it printed. Um, it's at home right now, but I had printed it several months ago to use, to make my 2021 calendar, but I'm a virtual one right now. And literally you could, you could like charge like 50 bucks for this, but you're giving away for free. So just, well, I appreciate that. Thank you. I'm happy to share. I think it's a good uh, starting point when you're looking at your energy Um, and it's half the picture. I mean, you still have to add in work and personal stuff, but I think um, having that bare bones kind of framework is a good starting point to kind of arrange your life in a way that feels more successful for you. Yes. Yes. I love it. Okay. So I am going to link up all of your contact in the show notes. So be sure everybody go right now as you're listening to the show notes and give Julie a follow on Instagram. If you're on clubhouse, go find her. She I've already um, listened to a couple of her talks. She gives free talks throughout the week. Um, based around HSPs, you can connect with her there and um, also her website and the link tree link on her Instagram are, are awesome, but tell us what you have coming up, how people can work with you, all that kind of stuff, Julie. So I would recommend getting on my email list. Um, My subscribers do kind of get my best stuff Um, and they get stuff that I don't put out on the internet. So that's a good starting point. You can um, add yourself to my subscriber list through Instagram. Um, there's a, a link there that just says join my subscriber list. So you can do that if you don't want the freebie, but you can also click on the freebie and then you will also be added to my subscriber list. Um, and I hope to in the next, or I should say in the first quarter of this year, be launching a course for HSPs. Um, and I'm really excited about that. And I 
also would like to potentially um, create a membership or just something that would be cozy and comfortable for HSPs. Um, I'm not quite sure what that looks like, but if you get on my email list, you're going to hear from me about all the new things that I'm releasing in 2021. And um, I've got some great momentum going with these talks in Clubhouse. So if you're not in Clubhouse, um, you know, I, that's where I'll be at speaking with my voice um, versus a podcast, but um, I'll be sharing all sorts of stuff through my email list. Perfect. And for anybody that's listening, that's not an HSP, just be thinking about who, you know, that is, I mean, one in five people that, you know, are an HSP, they might not even know it, but just forward, like stop and take a second to forward this podcast episode to them because it might literally change their life. And just being able to be connected with Julie might just help them, especially after this crazy year we we've had if they don't have the resources that they need, um, it can be really, really hard. So forward this episode to anybody that you think might be an HSP. I don't think that they would take that badly. I think that you just be like, dude, this girl's awesome. This, you know, sounds like it'd be up your alley. I don't know as an HSP, Julie, what kind of verbiage should, should they use in sharing with their HSP friends? Well, it's interesting because a lot of HSPs don't know they're an HSP. They've never heard the term, so they don't get it. And unfortunately, the word sensitive can be a trigger yeah. word for them. So it's it's more about discovering that this trait is legit and yeah. real and backed by science. And it's not a disorder. It's yeah. There's no flaw in having this trait. And so I think if you have someone that's sensitive in your life that has struggled with, you know, being sensitive in the world, you're giving them a gift by sharing um, information that I have to share by sending them to the self-test. I just think anyone that learns about this trait that I've talked to has said that this is life changing. It will change your life when you know um, there's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with you. And that is a very common phrase that I hear from HSPs before they knew they were an HSP. Yeah. It's almost like when I talk to projectors who are, you know, about 20% of the population also, which has nothing to do with HSPs. This is, these are HSP and then human design types are totally separate. Every different type of human design can be an HSP FYI. So they have nothing to do with each other, but it's almost like this is your type. So projectors are, it's like, oh, you're really only supposed to work like two hours a day. And you're going to thrive when you start only doing that. It's like, if you get their, the resources and make a few shifts, it can just entirely improve everything in their life, just being able to, to know these things. So yay. Uh, Julie, thank you so much. I know I asked you last minute to come and be a guest and, and speak to all of our listeners about this, but I so appreciate you taking time out of your day today and sharing all of this with us. I hope that everybody goes and gives you a follow and starts learning from you and connects with you. And I can't wait for your course to come out soon. Thank you so much. It was my pleasure. I've been wanting to do this for a while. So, you know, divine timing. Sometimes you just have to be patient and wait for the request. So thank you so much for having me. And I, I enjoyed it.
I really love chatting about being a highly sensitive person and um, serving highly sensitive people. So thank you so much for giving me that spotlight. Yes. Well, you're definitely in the right line of work. Okay. Everybody go connect with Julie on Instagram and clubhouse and check out her link tree link. And I will make sure to put all of this information in the show notes. So you have it and we will see you next time. Bye you guys. Bye. Thanks for listening. For more Align Designs and to connect with Allison, go to aligndesigns.co. A production of the Sound Off Media Company. Hi, I'm Marla Barr, the host of Your Wellness Journey, a podcast all about self-care, nutrition, and physical and emotional wellness. I'll teach you all about owning your wellness and understanding your personal healing journeys. Every week, you'll hear on how to conquer your mind-body obstacles and understanding your gifts. Subscribe or follow to your wellness journey in all the places you would expect to find a podcast.